0: Hi again, people. Hi, people. Um, It's me, Louise. This is another episode of Soul Purpose. This is episode number 21. All right. And um, the last one was a doozy, but I do appreciate people reaching out to me and checking if I'm okay. It kind of reminds me that, you know, people are actually listening and. I um, am important enough to be considered um, of how I feel and how I'm doing and it just feels really humbling to be sad sometimes because you can really see how much love is around you when you're at the bottom and I would just really like to special shout out the people that heard last episode and reached out to me directly or indirectly to just, you know, see if I'm doing okay. And genuinely, I am. You know, there's lots and ups and downs in life, and I was just in the down, but I'm not trying to be ashamed of that part because, you know, the good and the bad feelings, that's all a part of that wonderful human experience, right? But now, you know, I'm kind of coming into a lull where now that I've reached a bottom, I'm ready to go up, baby. Like, I'm kind of tired now. Like, I'm in that phase where I'm kind of tired of being sad, and it's getting, it's it's not getting to me. Like, when it was getting to me, that was the last episode, babes. That was the last episode. But now it's getting to me where, like, I'm getting pissed off. Like, I know I got to treat myself better. And now it's just all up to me to expedite that process. Something that I've been reading right now that, you know, when I really get into bad times to kind of generalize that the part of my depression phase, when I get in my bad times, like when I'm really, really low, for some reason, there's always a book that ends up in my hands that I need in the moment, you know, and this one, the book that just so happened to land into my my hands this time was called The Untethered Soul, The Journey Beyond Yourself by Michael A. Singer. So with this book, it basically tells you and summarizes the whole kind of principle of how to truly have a good life You have to get beyond yourself you know you have to go beyond your ego beyond what you think beyond your emotions your thoughts and feelings and just focus on pure consciousness okay so with with thoughts feelings and emotions those are all objects that are created by your consciousness right so what i say by this is something that kind of clicked in my head this time thanks to my fully developed frontal cortex, is that you aren't your emotions. And I feel like I've heard this principle many times before, and I've just been like, yeah, duh, like I get it. But, you know, I never truly understood or understood it well enough to apply it into my life that now when I think, you know, that I'm not my thoughts, feelings or emotions, it's really trippy because I am a very emotional and passionate person and my feelings are very strong, you know, that it's so easy for me to get swept up in the emotions and bring my awareness down to just act in like places based in scarcity or places from fear and jealousy and anxiety. And I just let those emotions rule my life when really I'm the one who's feeling those emotions, you know, so to not get too confusing like I said, thoughts, emotions, and feelings are all objects of consciousness. So if you think of consciousness, pure consciousness, kind of like a computer, like the one that's always watching, watching and noticing things. So there's this really um, common term that they use in this book, called the seat of self so when you're very centered and grounded you are in the seat of self and the first question of this book is who are you you know and it kind of delves into this self-conversation this self-sustaining conversation in the book to kind of give example to what it means by answering the question who are you you know like if somebody says who are you I would say I'm Louise and they would be like so are you those six letters and you would say no like my name's Louise Castillo Maniola. you know I was born August 17 1997 I'm a nurse blah 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 but really when you're thinking about the question itself who are you those things that I said like my name my birthday my job those things aren't me you know the real me is just the, per- the person or the awareness that is noticing everything happening around me. And so to truly answer the question, who am I, I would have to answer, I am the person who feels the love. I'm the person who feels the sadness. I'm a person who notices that I'm hungry. I'm the person who notices that it's hot, the person that feels cold. You're basically just pure awareness. That's really who you are. And so it's important to know who you are, which is this pure consciousness and awareness that when you start feeling very negative emotions, such as fear, anxiety, depression, that it's important to kind of take a seat in the seat of self, right? And to notice that, your pure consciousness, who you truly are, is seeing and feeling the emotions that you don't really like. And it's just a part of evolution, right? There's a reason why that the feeling you're feeling is so strong to you. It's supposed to help you survive, you know? When you're not feeling good, you go into survival mode. And so you kind of just... Exit the seat of self, right? You you go away from this seat of awareness, this pure awareness that you're just the awareness watching things happen to you. But when the negative emotions overcome you, you forget to realize that you're not the emotion that you're feeling. You're just the one seeing that emotion. But because you can get so swept away. That um, you just inevitably become the emotion, which is why sometimes you can get triggered by something. Let's say you're having a good day, um, you're just looking out on the street, and then you see a car and Let's say up until that point, you're feeling really good, you're enjoying your day, you're noticing the beautiful sun and the wind is breezing by and it's just a really nice day. And then let's see on the street, you see a car that looks like your ex's car or you see a car of somebody who you used to talk to that you have history with that maybe didn't end well. And all of a sudden, you having a good day is affected by this car. Nothing really changed on the outside, right? because it's just a car and the day is still beautiful but for some reason something inside of you changed to the point that caused the the not necessarily rose tinted glasses but that caused you to take a seat away from the seat of self and so now you're starting to see everything as a disruption a disturbance You know, you start getting irritated and maybe you don't know why, but you still kind of have to go about your day, right? Because you can't just vent to somebody be like, oh, like I saw that car and like, you know, I got so upset. Like there's not really a way of you to let go of that feeling. But realistically, what this book says is that when you do notice a disturbance taking you away from your seat of self, from you just enjoying the human experience from a place of awareness when you get sucked up into your emotion, you basically will spiral because you need the closure, but the closure is going to come from you alone, you know? And so in those times where you feel the energy kind of shift and your good day is starting to become a bad day because of some trigger, you have to really just take a deep breath and, you know, see and acknowledge that, yeah, you know, I'm feeling kind of shook from seeing that. And it just put me in a bad mood because now I'm thinking about X, Y, and Z just because of a car. But, um, it really takes a lot to just acknowledge the feeling, let the comfort, the uncomfortability and the discomfort and all the unpleasant feelings, just feel it pass you by and wash away and then just let it go. And, that's a principle of the book that I feel like is very simple but I feel is making a very profound effect on how I'm viewing all the hardship in my life right now is that you know you're allowed to be happy. You have like every right to be happy and enjoy all the gifts of the human experience and the gift of human experience is also feeling very powerful feelings be it negative or positive and so you just have to let it go. You just got to take a deep breath. You got to think about it and feel the tightness in your chest and feel that disruption of flow in your heart. But you can't let it close your heart, you know, because when you start to close your heart to the outside world, you're just going to start trying to live as if you're going to protect yourself and not let anything bad happen to you for the rest of your life, but that's just not the case. You can't um, you can't protect yourself from everything. And the the true freedom of kind of letting go of the ego a bit in order to live a more satisfying and easy life is to not give yourself the impossible assignment of thinking that you control you can control everything around you in order to not hurt you anymore and I feel like this principle really hit me close to home because I am realizing that I'm living in a way to always try to protect myself and keep myself in my comfort zone and you know in this age of indulgence where like everything is at your fingertips ordering stuff online to your house or, you know, having all these kind of distractions around to keep us from really just sitting with ourselves in our own company sometimes and just all the dopamine hits that we can get around us from shopping, from social media, from, from like substances and distractions and using people as distractions, you know, in this age of overindulgence where we're all able to kind of have easy access to things that can distract us in the best ways, you know, we need challenge in life to make life feel purposeful and fulfilling and make it feel like we're growing, you know, because you don't really grow from trying to protect yourself. You're actually kind of just um, you're kind of doing the opposite, you know, when you're not letting yourself feel the pain, when you're not letting yourself be uncomfortable, you're not letting yourself grow. And in order to go through life, you know, you need to go through certain things and it may not be the most pleasant. And, you know, it's a very privileged area for me to say that oh, like from my perspective, you know, if you have issues, just let it go. Like, you know, it's so much more complicated than that. And I acknowledge that. And it's even hard for me, myself to accept because even with serious issues that I'm trying to get over, the book is basically saying that human life is suffering. And the reason that we're suffering so much is because we're living in our minds, trying to give our, our brain and our our mind the impossible task of trying to protect us all the time and it's just not going to happen that way so the best thing to do is just take a deep breath go behind the, the energy that's causing this disturbance from the seat of self and just let it go because you don't give it the power to affect you you basically don't let life touch you because all you are is awareness you know you're not your body that's just a vessel you're not your thoughts feelings and emotions because those are just objects of your awareness but really who's the one that's listening to this podcast right now it's you and if you kind of just sit in silence for a little bit and you say hello you can feel like the hello in your mind is coming from far back and that's you that's who you truly are is just awareness you know And it's really humbling to think that, hey, like, you know, there's all these material things kind of tethering me down to earth. And I have all these events going on around me, all these relationships and all this stuff just happening around me all at the same time while I have this awareness inside of me. It's hard to remember that you really are just an awareness, a consciousness, you know, and we're really just here to live life be it hard or not hard, but we just have to let go of the idea that we can control it because we can't. And that's kind of been my shit that I've been on, for a lack of better words, you know? So I'm kind of on, uh, I'm kind of, you know, starting to get more comfortable and starting to do more things here and there that genuinely make me feel really good about myself and also take less attention Away, take more attention away from myself you know i know it's hard because i'm like a leo and i love to be the center of attention and all this stuff but in zodiac actually with leos a big kind of karmic journey that a lot of leos are on are on a path of discovering the self you know and a lot of the time what gets in the way of the leo of this karmic journey is that the mind and the ego will get in the way of you trying to become a higher awareness and so I feel like that's what I've really been struggling with because I've just been thinking about myself too damn much in my opinion you know and it's really humbling when you get sad like I said earlier because it can show you externally just like how much how much love is around you and I feel right now that Because of this shift in perspective, I've been able to just ground myself a little bit better, know what I'm feeling a bit better, but also realize that at the end of the day that I'm not my thoughts or emotions. Because, you know, we have bad thoughts sometimes, right? And it's hard to think that your being encompasses all the bad stuff, but really it's just something that you're experiencing but it's not you, which is really comforting to me. And I really enjoy that 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 mantra so that when I do feel bad, I don't have to put myself so down for feeling those feelings because I'm not making those feelings my identity. Because really, I am just pure awareness, just sitting back here in the seat of self and watching and enjoying life and not letting it, not letting it um, engulf me in a way that I can't see the bigger picture, you know, and this book kind of did teach me like good practice on mindfulness as well. Cause last episode, I don't even know. I didn't, I probably hadn't felt grounded or I hadn't felt real for probably a couple weeks and it was just catching up to me. But you know, when you have mental breaks like that, especially in fucking California, like you think I'm not gonna go to work, like I need money, what the fuck. And so I, you know, you still gotta push through work and you gotta put on the persona and you gotta be high functioning so you can still function in the outside world even if the inside doesn't feel good, but yeah, I hadn't feel grounded for a couple weeks, and I think it was really starting to get to me, but now, because I've been reading this fucking good shit, man, that it's easy for me to be more mindful and tap in, which makes me feel better, and it makes me feel like a human being, you know, because one of the exercises that I had in the book was kind of like this visualization exercise where, you know, you're sitting down right now listening to me, and if you just look in front of you and you soften your gaze a little bit, what do you see? Do you see yourself driving, or do you see yourself at your desk, or are you out there exercising? Are you looking at nature? Like, what are you looking at? And when you soften your gaze, For some reason, you just instantaneously know all the details of what's in front of you, right? Like you can see the light that's in front of you and you can feel the sensation of your body, um, you know, sitting in your chair or you can feel yourself walking. But you just see all the details in front of you all at once, even if you're not paying attention to every little single thing, And that is what mindfulness mindfulness is, is that you just are like looking in front of you and just paying attention to what's there, but you kind of are just letting it happen outside of you and you're just watching it. Like, that's the coolest thing from this book that I've learned is that we really are just watching the human experience because we're just awareness, right? And when you don't give yourself so much shit for trying to be the perfect person or trying to control your emotions, trying to control the outside world, when you really just hunker down and acknowledge that I'm just an awareness watching this human experience pass me by, then life ain't so bad because, you know, we're here to party, right? And uh, I'm glad to say that I'm finally coming up man like it's been a long time struggling and all this stuff but you know when you experience lots of pain and you just don't feel like you're on the right path it it just means it's time to grow you know and I really kind of didn't like saying goodbye to the past version of myself because I feel like my identity is something that's Kind of important to me because I just want to know who the fuck I am, right? Like I'm with this person 24 7. I might as well know who this bitch is, but being able to know who you are and what your identity is, is. It's challenging when things don't start making sense because you're like whoa like for the longest time I liked doing this and hanging with this people and eating this food and all of a sudden I'm not doing it but I really like that version of myself and it wasn't necessarily a toxic version so I don't know why I have to say goodbye to it but just lots of anxiety can cause you to you know, fucking hate change. Like, why would I want change? You know, if I'm comfortable and I went through kind of like the hardship of like trying to get to this point, because it's like, you're always growing, right? I was always, I would always think like, if I work so hard on myself, like, why do I got to say bye to this version of myself? I still really like, you know, but it's just because it's not meant for me anymore. And I, I gotta grow up, I gotta grow up, man. I got Peter Pan syndrome, maybe, but i I just um am glad that I'm getting and learning stuff that is really helping me out with my transition right now, and um yeah, that's all I wanted to say. <laughs> that's all I wanted to say, so as far as media. <laughs> Yeah, so the book that I read that's definitely kind of contributed to what uh, what has been helping me again is called "The Untethered Soul: The Journey Beyond Yourself" by Michael A. Singer. It's a short book too. It's probably let me see how long it is. It's under two hundred pages. It looks like it's like one hundred seventy-five pages, if not less. And you know, I have an actual physical copy of it, so it's not on my little kindy which I feel like has kind of helped me too because I can easily kind of just write and do citations in this book. But yeah, I feel like that book has definitely been helping me out. And dude, like the universe, like definitely like pushes stuff into your lap when you're ready. And all you got to do is not fight it because for the longest time I was trying to fight this hoe and that's why I got beat the fuck up so anyways as far as my other media of the week songs that i've been really liking right now are youngest daughter by super heaven fallen by joey badass devils but it's like d evils um by sir s-i-r um And yeah, that's all I got for you. Um, Maybe like, let's say like what else is on my little like favorites list that's kind of uh, miscellaneous. Um, I'm a gamer now. I'm a gamer girl and I have the best setup ever because I'm playing on Jordan's Mac laptop. But um, I play League now and I'm an AD carry. So if you want to play me, just let me know and I'll add you with my username, which is very fitting to me. It's literally the title of the last episode but um yeah so i've been liking to play league because it's something different and um if there's something like spiking my anxiety at least i know like what is causing it to spike but um, I don't know. It's just like with video games sometimes, especially like point and aim kind of video games. Like, I'm so shit at that because, like, the cursor didn't even matter when I was playing, like, Super Mario Galaxy or fucking Wii Sports or shit like other video games that I would play before. So it's just something to learn, but it's something new, something fun that, you know, me and Jordan get to do as well. Another random thing that I've really been liking is, um, at work, we have like huge ass pairs of scissors that we do. Cause you know, it's a wound infusion clinic. So obviously we take care of wounds and we, you know, wrap people's legs who are swollen and stuff. So we have huge ass scissors to like cut off these wraps. Right. But, um, recently, uh, one of the charge nurses, her name's Helen, love her. She, we just like, um, I think we have like the same taste and like impulsive buying you know like we just think something would be really cool and then we just buy it even if it wasn't planned um, and it's just like you know giving in a fucking treat culture like I don't really have to save my money per se and you know it is a good idea to save always because you never know but i'm also like dude i'm fucking working hard like i might as well buy this thing that's like under twenty dollars or buy this thing like for whatever amount of money it is because it's like if i die and i didn't enjoy my money i'll be really depressed so i just love tree culture and buying like little things here and there so going back to my fucking story before i went on this huge ass tangent so now what we did end up buying are these tiny pairs of scissors so the big scissors that we used to cut off our wraps they're probably like eight inches long seven inches long they're huge right and the little bandage scissors that we got they're like little three and a half inch scissors and I just put it on my badge and the literally only the only thing that I can use to like every day to like make it worth it (laughs) for the buy um It's just, like, cutting off, like, the wristbands, you know, because we put wristbands on people to, like – be able to confirm their identity and scan the medicine and all this stuff and if you didn't know in like the hospital and clinic setting when we give people medicine the patients have armbands that usually have like a barcode or a qr code and i feel like um like a clerk you know at the grocery store because you just get a scanner you scan the id you scan the medicine makes a nice beep sound and then uh, it marks it as given so if you didn't know now you know, but you know, thank you so much for lending me your ear. I'm again, not making any fucking promises. Um, but it is nice that people kind of tune in to listen to me and I'm in a place now where, you know, if somebody asks me a question, I'll fucking talk, you know, cause I want to get back into being fucking goofy and carefree because that's the kind of person that I do want to be. And, you know, probably just the events of COVID and life and just processing things to let go of and things that are coming back up that I have to acknowledge, you know, um, have been getting me down. But... You know, thanks to my support systems and my friends and myself and my cats and my family, you know, we're getting there man. like um, it's all about ups and downs, but it's just Hawaiian roller coaster ride, but it's fucking Santa Clarita roller coaster ride, I think. but anyways, yeah, so thank you for lending me your ear and I'll see you in the next one. Bye.